So do you bring your running shoes along to group fitness classes, to go lift weights, to go knock out a hit workout? I know I did for around three years, and if I knew what I knew now, I would have switched over to a cross-training shoe much earlier when I first started strength training. Little did I know back then that training in running shoes was leading to tension in my calves, pain in the shins, all while creating poor recruitment patterns that have now taken years uh, to correct. Now, there's definitely a draw to a running shoe for all of the foam and supportive technology that goes into the sole of the shoe. Usually you'll find the sole of the shoe thick and responsive so that you can get that springy feeling that supports you throughout your run. And typically they have more cushion in the heel and the forefoot to absorb the impact uh, from every step that you take while you run. But there's four big problems when it comes to training in the gym and running shoes that are going to contribute to weak feet, poor movement patterns, and over time are going to lead to injury up your kinetic chain, which is just, you know, the knees, the hips, and the lower back. So the first problem is the toe box of a running shoe. Running shoes have a tight toe box, which is going to weaken the feet due to the narrowness in the front foot. And this negatively affects posture, balance, and gait. Now, a wide toe box uh, allows for more support, allowing your foot to move more naturally while supporting a naturally aligned spine. So when it comes to your toe box, you should be able to wiggle your toes independently. Now, second is the sole thickness of the shoe. Stiff soles reduce input sensory in the feet and also weaken the feet, affecting balance and the feedback uh, within the surfaces that you come in contact with. So this is especially a problem when it comes to things like pilometrics, like jumping. You want to feel the sensation of being grounded into the floor and supported as you jump. And the same is true when you move laterally or side to side. You want to feel grounded and supported as you move. Number three is going to be heel elevation. Too high of an elevated heel or what's called a heel drop or the distance between your toe, heel, and ankle creates stiff ankles. In an elevated heel, the ankle cannot move through its full range of motion, which is key for things like squats. And a lack of ankle range of motion leads to stress on the hips, knees, and lower back, so up that kinetic chain. Now, for context, uh, a heel drop of a barefoot or a minimalist shoe is going to be anywhere from zero to four millimeters, while the trainers that I have uh, have a heel drop of four millimeters, and then a running shoe has a heel drop of 8 to 12 millimeters. So you can see that jump in the running shoe, which we don't want for lifting. Um, Number four is going to be the arches of the shoe. So when there's a lot of arch support, like what you find in a running shoe, the arch is doing all of the work for your feet, uh, which might be great for comfort. But when it comes to uh, natural movement, the arch does not allow for the natural movement of the foot, foot muscles. You guessed it, leading to weak feet and lack of connection uh, with the floor. So so let's go over the pros and cons if you were to actually switch over uh, out of running shoes into a cross-training shoe uh, for your workouts. A cross-training shoe like the Nike Metcon, which is what I have, is going to have a wider forefoot, uh, so wider toe box, and it's going to be shaped more like your actual foot is shaped. It's also lightweight in construction and only has a wee bit of arch support built in. It's got a low profile, so it's not going to restrict movements around the ankle. And the soles are as thin as possible while still being able to hold you in place while you do things like squat uh, with heavy weight. 
Now for the cons, while you can run miles in your running shoes, a cross training shoe is really only runnable up to a mile before you're going to need more support. Uh, Cross training shoes are also designed to perform, not for overall comfort. So you're not going to be going on long walks or hikes in a cross trainer. Now, a pound for pound comparison between you know, running shoes and cross training shoes. Running shoes are made to help you go one way and that's forward. Uh, these shoes typically have more cushion in the heel and forefoot to absorb that input uh, that impacts with every step that you take. While on the flip side, cross training shoes offer more lateral stability and have a more flexible sole for dynamic movement. So it's going to support you in exercises like agility, drills, CrossFit, light workouts, high interval training, and heavy lifting. So I would advise, you know, if you're strength training, if you're going to hit classes, group fitness classes consistently and frequently, definitely switch over uh, to a cross trainer shoe. So something that I wish I would have known a little bit earlier. I hope you found this tip helpful.